we're all human in that regard. I have days where I scream into my pillow. I'm just like, oh, you feel, you know, you feel so trapped and so infuriated. So I, I have those same frustrations. I, I guess it's just the way that I sort of um, deal with them um, and sort of uh, and, and push through them might be what um, is, is what's sort of helping me better. Hundred percent, and it's, it's something I, I, I sort of say to people that when I have conversations with, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, focus on what you can control, not what you can't. Focus on what you can control, not what you can't. It's, I'm, I'm, it's, I'm such, I'm such a big advocate for that because people get so caught up in get, getting things, holding them down and upsetting them when it's, it's completely out of their control. There's, there's not a whole lot they can do about that, but they, but they, they can control how things affect them. So, if, if, like for example, if, um, if you know, just if someone has a go at you and you let that, that upset you, okay, they, they've done the wrong thing. But you're choosing to let that upset you. You're making that choice to let that upset you, and and, and being able to uh, ignore that, um, be able to you know, move past that, and feel sorry for the person or whatever is such a strength. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying it's something that we're all gifted with. It's something you got to work on. Um, but how you let situations uh, affect you is on you. Hello, friends, and welcome to another episode of Couple of Lattes. Jacques here, your host. And I am so, so pumped for today's conversation with Gaz Kempster. Uh, Gaz has an incredible energy about him. He's constantly high energy. Uh, he's constantly positive. And although he obviously experiences hard times and negative times, you will kind of understand a little bit more about how he's able to flip the script and turn those negative moments into positive moments uh, based on his life and how he sees the world around him. Uh, I got a ton out of this podcast. I really love this conversation. It really perked me up and boosted my energy levels and gave me more drive and uh, clarity around why I'm doing this podcast. Uh, I hope you enjoy this conversation as much as I did. Uh, but anyway, now let's begin this conversation with Gaz Kempster. Life is short, a long podcast with Gaz. It's ready to go. What is that? What does that mean? This is my power pose. <laughs> That's fantastic. So, for anyone listening right now who isn't watching the video, because this will be on YouTube now as well, by the way, guys. Um, yeah, hello, for, 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 yeah, hello, YouTube. For anyone who's not watching, Gaz just got in his car and drove out from his own house the black spot of internet where internet doesn't exist. Mm. And he's now sitting mm. in his car <laughs> doing a podcast in his car. Uh, yeah, you know what? I uh, it's 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 it, it's I'm good at some things, um, uh, but but nav- navigating the uh the, the madness that is uh Wi-Fi um is uh it's something I, I still struggle with. But the no, it's I'm usually I'm I'm definitely usually all over this, but uh, yeah, it's, it's just for whatever reason, just in my in my in my little uh, te- uh house in uh you know I won't give you the exact address, um, mm-hmm. but, the, but but my little place in Alwood, it just yeah, seems I seem to struggle with the uh, with your Wi-Fi connection, but um you know first world problems. Just quickly, before you continue with this very exciting sounding conversation, whose voice is that I'm listening to? Hey guys, Gaz Kempster here. I am a musician, business owner, and all round sort of personality for all things positive. Hope you're well, and I look forward to talking to you soon. You. Yeah, we're here now. We're here now. It's, I mean, it's obviously a political conspiracy against Gaz. They don't want him to speak out because he is such an influential human being, you know, like that's clearly hey, what mate. it is. 
I tell you what, the five G vampire bats. Uh, <laughs> what? There's vampire bats now. Fuck! This is a development. Uh, yeah, you know, the it's like some of the things I, I I don't know about you, but sometimes like I I, I like because it's not something we all often do, uh, because you know we're always usually um quite busy with stuff. But when you got a little bit more time, and as we are in the middle of a pandemic, you have a bit more time, and and I just indulge in sometimes reading like the comment sections of like when um you know governments are putting posts up, and I tell you what, sometimes I have to close my laptop and just like take a big breath in. I'm just like, what the hell am I reading right now? So there's some some hectic theories going on there so i uh it's good to have a little bit of a laugh but then you just got to step away and just go wow <laughs> yeah 100 percent, bro i totally agree with that i mean it's it's funny now looking back on it but sometimes you're just like holy shit man these people really yeah. believe this <laughs> yeah well hey and, like, and like, i'm not saying that everything's not not true uh, by any stretch but um yeah like some some of the stuff you read you're just like what like it's just it's just it just doesn't make any sense but uh, you know, alas, you know, people are entitled to their opinion, and I think one one of the one of the big things I've sort of found, um, you know, going through this sort of period, and you know, doing what I can, sort of helping people, um, you know, in my close circles and outer, is that you got to you got to understand and respect that people are dealing with this differently. Um, there's 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 no right or wrong way. Well, there is a wrong way, but there's 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 no there's no you know definitive. This is that this is the way to deal with it because everyone's different. We've all got different emotions. We all we all deal with things differently, both internally and, and, and how we project it, you know, out into the ether. So you just, you got to let people vent. You've got to let people sort of deal with things in their own way and, you know, offer support and guidance and, and help where you can. Not, not that I pretend to be any sort of guru or anything, but, you know, um, I, I, some, some people deal with it better, um, yeah. better than others. And so if you can help those that aren't dealing with it, then I don't know, yeah. hopefully we can make the world go around. Yeah, love that, bro. And that's, uh, I think the way you just spoke then, for anyone who, who doesn't know who uh, kind of gives an idea of who Gaz Kempster is, like, you and I are like, we we kind of know each other. I think we're still like very much getting to know each other. Uh, but from what I know about you, and obviously through Parlo, you're close with Parlo as well, is like, you're just yes. this ridiculously high energy level individual who's not afraid to do some crazy stuff uh, to, I yeah. guess, bring bring joy to people, but also to bring joy to yourself. So I, I wanted to start by asking you a question uh, sure, about sure. those crazy <laughs> things. I want to yeah. hear your, your top three craziest things that you've done in your life. And I know this is going to be difficult, but let's yeah. get it back. Okay. Well, we'll see, see some, of my, some of my crazy, like, like I, I do crazy things for a laugh and I do crazy things for uh, to achieve things as well. So maybe, maybe I'll, I'll do a bit of both. Just, yeah, just, just, just so I, I, I don't seem like an absolute loose unit. <laughs> so, uh, so, so I before last year, obviously haven't haven't gone this year, but I I based myself over in Ibiza in Spain, uh, playing music over there, um, which was which is a lot of fun and sort of traveling in between uh, Melbourne and you know you, you, you play everywhere, but I I was based in Ibiza and had an amazing time and. Um, I, I do a lot of work um, with the homeless communities. Um, I do it here, and and I, I I didn't I felt well if I'm over there, there's no reason why I can't still continue with the work I'm doing. So I decided to run a marathon over there, and and I ran from the top of Ibiza to the bottom um, on on th- on three weeks training, um, you know, as best as you can train living in Ibiza. And yeah, so it was a bit short of a marathon. It was like, it was in the high 30 kilometers. Um, so it was about, about 40 k. So it was about two k short. Um, and we literally ran from the top of Ibiza to actually to space, which was still open back then. So, and we raised, it wasn't a huge amount. We raised about six or 7,000 euros 
um, for Caritas, which is kind of like the Salvation Army equivalent um, over in Spain. And so that was that was pretty amazing. And then we did we did a big um, with with some of the money we had in donations. We actually bought a heap of food and we went to um you know again like a sort of like a salvation army type equivalent uh area there and, and had a big dinner with a lot of the homeless community there awesome you know um my, my spanish is very ordinary um I, I can i can literally i can order my fruit and veggies and uh and as many beers as i like but uh it was it was an amazing experience and so that was a very random uh sort of thing i did over there that's amazing um, which 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 is cool. Um, what trying to set my bun? Oh, recent. I did. I did a big nudie run the other week. Uh, um, so <laughs> to, to 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 celebrate uh, us getting into double digits because you know we we haven't had a lot to. I, I'm I'm obviously based in Melbourne uh, at the moment, and we haven't had a lot to celebrate here. At if anything, you know. So I sort of made a conscious decision, maybe, oh, like not very early on. So probably early, like like sort of late March early April, I was like, okay, I've got, I've really just got to do what I can to sort of get people up because every day there was this doom and gloom in the news and you could feel the energy, you know, in the community and, and across socials, you could just feel it going down. So I was like, man, I'm just going to start every little thing I can sort of celebrate or anything I can create. So I created a, uh, an event with um, good mate Dan Irwin called the stay at home event. We had about 20,000 people, um, at, at, you know, attending that online. Um, we did everything from I, I did line dancing lessons. I, I saw that. I, that was amazing. I, 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 I can't. I, I, I can't. I can't freaking. Sorry, I'm just wishing you swear. Um, I, 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 can't, swear. I can't line dance. Yeah, I can't line dance. And so I did. I did a. I did a five minute, five ten minute uh, line dancing seminar. Uh, and uh, yeah, for the, for the stay at home event, and it was awesome. We had everyone musical performances. Um, had one of the girls doing aerobics old style, like the old school retro gear doing a performance, um, doing, just take, take, taking people for like morning aerobics, which was awesome, bit of a throwback. Um, we did martial arts seminars. Uh, we had live acoustic performers, DJ sets. Um, your brother did an amazing uh, Terry the T-Rex, uh, you know, party for the kids um, just with, with some real real fun commercial dance music. That was huge. Like I got, I got so many messages from people just saying, hey, my kids are, are, are dancing around the living room and uh, having fun with the dinosaurs. So that was pretty cool. And then to cap that off, when we hit um, double digits, which I said, which I said I would do, I did a, uh, a big nudie run and swim down Sandringham beach, um, much to the, um, the, 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 the absolute uh, horror of some of the locals that saw my pale moon <laughs> chassis frolicking along the sand, um, big, 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 heavy, a big heavyweight rig um, marching along the sand. So did that recently. So that was pretty fun. What else have I done? Um, there's usually, basically I try and do something once a month just to, mm. Kind of keep mm. things fun, keep things fresh. Oh, fourth. So when we when we hit, so coming up, when we hit uh, single digits, so we're we're pretty close now. Like I think we had four, fourteen. I think so, fifteen today, uh, and it's sort of it's delved between sort of eleven and twelve, and um, in the last few days. So once once we hit single digits, I'm doing the um, I'm doing the big um, a big run from like Elwood Lifesaving Club up to Ormond Point, which is that big white you know, uh, white facade they've got there in the, uh, in the Borat Mankini. So I'm, I'm <laughs> going to do that. So, so, so that'll probably be next week. Um, I'm just trying to decide and, and I'm, I'm, I'm happy for your feedback. I like, do it, I, I think I really want to take the piss out of myself and do like the, um, you know, the bodybuilders do the, the full, like, like they, they go like, like the, <laughs> the the, the orange, brown, 
Uh, but what I want to do is I want to leave my head. I want to leave my head pale white. You can sort of see it at the moment. Yeah, not, yeah. Much, not much, not, not much color at the moment. But I'll just go from neck down, just go full bodybuilder spray paint, uh, <laughs> and the Borat Mankini, just, 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 just to really, uh, just to really um get the heads turning. So I plan on doing that. That'd probably be what do you reckon next week? I guess. Yeah, I reckon if we're going the way we're going, it might be even sooner, bro. Let's oh. see. Let's see. Oh, yeah. So, so I I, I, I jokingly put that out there uh, on socials and obviously I had plenty of comments and suggestions. And then one of my mates um, who I do martial arts with, um, uh, Raph, he, he posted up a, um, a package and he, he's got a Borat Mankini not like, like in a package, not even open. And he's like, mate, it's ready to go. So <laughs> I, I think we, uh, we, we've got our next little, uh, next little dare, you know, sort of thing in place. So yeah. yeah does, awesome. does that answer your question? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think I think we had three, about three or four there, but that was that was great, guys. And I yeah. think it, it gives anyone listening to this a bit of an idea of the kind of person you are. You're someone who just kind of just goes for it. Um, I'm really interested to know, like you, you obviously have such high energy levels, and you don't seem to have. Yes. I guess a lot of people have this um, this kind of barrier of fear in front of them, right? And I'm not saying that you don't have fear involved in your life, right. but it seems that you've been able to flip the script almost and use it as a force to push you forward and to just go for the yep. things that you want to do as opposed to letting it be a barrier. Uh, what I'm, what I'm really interested to know though, is how, how did your upbringing allow you to become the person that you are now? Like what, what do you think were some of the key elements in your upbringing that was, that enabled you now to be such a high energy person, someone who's just keen to go for it, but also to treat people with kindness and care and love. Yeah. It's, 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 you know, it's a funny one. And my answer is going to surprise you here. My upbringing did it. Uh, and, and that's the thing. So, I, I like I I had a pretty um pretty pretty restrictive upbringing sort of thing. So I, I didn't have the conventional sort of parents. I was sort of raised as a, as a ward of the state sort of thing. So um uh, yeah. So the um uh, siblings and I were separated for for quite a bit. And then we had an amazing lady uh, looked after us, who I call my mum now. Uh, and and she she had us for a while, but we like for, for probably a good eight years. I I had a had had some other people look after us, and they they weren't great. They weren't they weren't very nice people at all. Um, and they were they were very like they they were very very rule stricken, very old school sort of mentality. So in that respect, you know, it, it, it I guess it helped me. I'm I'm very respectful. I'm very polite. I'm very well spoken. Um, I, I guess so. That there was definitely some positives there. But in in all honesty, I've, I've just always I've always just had, and, and anyone that can tell you this has known me for a long amount, a long period of time. I've always had a just. Uh, just like unbelievable energy and i'll tell you i'll tell you a fun little story which will which will sort of just uh sum this up to you know when people say are you nature or are you nurture i've definitely nurtured the energy into you know a career and everything like that but mm. it, this is a funny you'll you'll love this story so when i was younger i used to i used to have this random thing i, I passed out a lot i just i just sort of just flat just just flat drop unconscious and so <laughs> and, and yeah god you're gonna love this and so and the so i got i got taken um by by said parents uh to uh to the doctors and i had i had eegs uh, cat scans on my brain everything because they, they were trying they thought i was growing too fast on my body like um and it was, you know, it was, it was causing, uh, it was causing issues with my brain. And so I had, I had they were testing me for epilepsy, everything like, and I'm talking this, but this went on for weeks and weeks and they just couldn't work out what was going on with me. Um, and then, so when it, I finally got all the tests done, went in to see the specialist um, and the, the specialist 
ask me a series of questions for, for a while. And then I had parents in the room and he, he, he put the papers down, put his hands in his head and he goes, I know what's wrong with him. He's not breathing. He's talking so much. He's not getting oxygen into his brain. And so, and so he's passing out. And so cause I was just talking so much. I wasn't getting enough oxygen to the brain. So I was getting lightheaded and passing out. So, so I had all these tests done and, and everything and wasted weeks of doctor's times, not, not intentionally, um, thinking that I had issues with my brain, but it was just because I didn't, didn't shut the fuck up. I was just talking so much that I wasn't breathing properly and I was passing out. So I've always been like this. I've, I've always been, I've loved all my sports and, um, you know, I, I do a lot of uh, M, like music and MC sort of mm. hosting events and that sort of stuff. So that's been a real outlet for me, I guess, to, to get that sort of creativity and, I, I sort of found early on that people didn't enjoy public speaking, it's the, which is a totally natural, normal thing. A lot of people don't like getting up in front of a, a crowd. And so I always loved performing and all that sort of stuff. And so I really made that a bit of a mantra for me to say, hey, I know other people don't like doing this. So if I can make this my thing, hey, you know, maybe I can I can make a life out of this. I mean, you're not, you're not thinking make a life out of it when you're younger, but you're thinking hey, you know, like I, I might be able to, you know, you know, ha- have, have some fulfillment and this is something I really enjoy. I love the pressure. The bigger the audience that I, that I, that I have, um, the sort of the more I thrive. And it was, a, it was a big challenge for me because I do speak quite quickly, as I'm sure you, you, uh, you, you know. And mm. so I had to, I had to really, um, I did heaps of training about public speaking, learning to breathe, like when you do breathe. So <laughs> when people, and, and and it's a good thing for people that are watching watching this. When you're doing public speaking, one of the most important things I, I, I teach people is you you read each sentence and actually physically take a breath. So, hello, my name is Gaz Kempster. It's nice to meet you. Stop, start again. And then and you sort of keep going through, take a pause, take the breath in and going. Because people, when they rush, they get quite tense in the, um, they get quite tense in the, in the stomach. Uh, and that sort of causes them to rush their, their, their breathing and their speaking. And so I really sort of made an effort and learned how to sort of publicly speak well. And that was, uh, that was a really good outlet for me. So yeah, mm, that's sort mm. of, hopefully that, that answers the question. That's amazing, bro. I've, I've, I've kind of jotted down some things I wanted to ask you as follow-ups to that. So Hear me. maybe uh, like you mentioned ward upbringing. So I'm assuming yeah. that's like, what, what does that mean for, for anyone listening to that now? Yeah, sure, sure. So, so what of the state basically means like, uh, do you remember that when you were you you were South African growing up in New Zealand, weren't you? So, mm-hmm. um, it's, it's it's like it's very similar. We have we have sort of similar similar sort of governance, um, between the three countries. Um, the but you know you know when the parents would would tick the, uh, the 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 guardian rather than a parent, it was it was sort of that. So you didn't actually have the parents; you had the guardians. And so, mm. basically, the state is is your legal guardian, if that makes sense. And so so you were given carers to look after you. So so no immediate you know mother and father uh, to sort of to to run, to run the put up put up with this. <laughs> and so. <laughs> Uh, and, and so, yeah, so often you, you, they'd, they'd rotate the, um, the, the carers that be looking after you. Mm. I was sort of more old, sort of, it was, this is, yeah, this is quite a few years ago. And so it's changed a lot these days. And now they do rotate it in often into like eight, eight, 10 hour shifts. Mm. Um, but back when I was doing it, they, they often these carers would, would live in the residence with you. So it was a bit more normal, but you know, if you didn't get good ones, then, you know, it, it could, um, it could often be detrimental, um, in that respect and they, they were just very old school like they um very uh you know just very 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 sort of christian which is fine but just 
I don't know, it's, it's, it, you can sort of tell the sort of person I am. It was obviously often very, very much of a clash of personalities. And imagine when you're this big, bright spirit and you're constantly being, you know, told you can't do this, you can't do that. It can be, uh, you know, it can be frustrating, but uh, I was, I was, as always, I was very, very persistent and uh, I won out eventually. <laughs> I think, yeah. I think I moved out. I think I, I think I moved out when I was like 16 or something. So I was, I was, I was up and going. I was up and going from a very, very early age sort of thing. I was doing, I was doing my paper rounds like seven days a week, you know, nice and early, and and was I, I loved working and was really instilled with a with a with a strong work ethic and, um, yeah, I, I, that's definitely one of my strongest uh, characteristics, I guess, is is my yeah. ability to to push through and uh, you know, I, I, I like I I'll average my eighty hour weeks and I really enjoy that for me. I don't sleep much and that's it's, it's i'm not saying it's right or wrong sort of thing because you know every scientist will tell you that you need your you know allocated eight hours sleep but just for me i just i just get i get by on a couple of hours my body functions really well i i'm awake i'm sort of ready to go so i, I kind of just I, I go with it um it's worked well for me i'm super fit i'm healthy so i'll probably drop dead <laughs> <laughs> and, and everything i've just said will be proven um be, be, be a moot point but um yeah so far so good yeah but you're living you're living your best life i guess to make it super cliche and you look like a happy happy motherfucker but i want i want to go a little bit a little bit deeper if i can Gaz. uh go so deep, go deep go, okay we're going deep so obviously you kind of <laughs> <laughs> you were brought up with these guardians and you were basically yep. a, a child of the state did you ever have the opportunity to meet your birth parents or your siblings? Or uh, we, we, no. So, so father passed away when when we were very young, uh, and then and then mother we were taken out of the care of our mother. So, um, gotcha. so so yes, so you, can, you can sort of read between the lines there. So, um, yeah, the, the, there was there was I know there was, there was a bit of back and forth there for a bit, but it was just I, I think it was just better, it was safer for us as a family to safer and probably more beneficial. Uh, to be to be raised in the uh, temporary they were called temporary group homes um mm. i wouldn't i wouldn't recommend it for your kids <laughs> doesn't matter how bad your kids are don't send them off to the uh, the family group homes yeah they ain't great okay i'll give you the hot tip my, my, my friends in, in school used to joke that i should go to jail for a holiday it was pretty 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 hectic but uh alas i got through and um it, it to be honest it, pro- it probably made me more resilient um uh, you know, and, and, and what I, what I am sort of today. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just about to kind of go that route actually, Gaz, like it's amazing. Yep. Like we're, we're laughing about this now, right. And it's, it's a bit of a joke and a laugh, but sure. I'm sure like there was a lot of suffering for you and going through that. And like you say, it's mm. built you into this really resilient person. You've been able to keep that energy high, even though you're facing all of this adversity when you're young and that's only made yep. you a much stronger person now. So when you are confronted yes. with things, you're like, okay, cool. Well, what yes. can I do about this? As opposed to, someone who's brought up in like this little kind of bubble wrap and then something 100%. happens to them and they're like oh fuck well i'm fucked they don't go oh well what can yeah. i do? what can i do about this like how can i overcome this yeah do you think do you yeah. think that, that that upbringing kind of contributed to you being more inclined to find solutions 100 percent. yeah and it, like it's not something I, I i i actively think about but as we talk about it now i can i can tell you wholeheartedly 100 it was mm. when, when you when you when you come from a a fairly rough upbringing uh and 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 it's it's pretty tough and i i remember there was you know there was there was days when i i when i grew up and you go visit you know you, you'd go to your friend's place sort of thing because i played a lot of sport when i was a kid and visit your friend's place and you'd sort of see how their family interacted and i was like what the 
hell is this? Like, like this place seems like a dream. And, and that was because, you know, that that was because you you don't, you don't know any different sort of thing. And so for me, it was, it was, um, yeah, it was interesting. And, and, it, 100% it's really sharpened my resolve to go, hey, you know, I, I got through that quite well sort of thing. Um, you know, I did, I did fairly well in school and, um, you know, uh, all things considered. And, um, yeah, the, did, it tough, did it tough young. And, and so when, when things come up now, and I, I've had plenty, as we all have, had plenty of situations, scenarios, you know, current, uh, current climate um you know, as all part of that, uh, to go, okay, you know, I've, I've been through tough. I, I can, I can dig my heels in here and I can get through this cause I can get mm. through anything. So mm. yeah, I, 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 in short, I'd say the answer is yes. Mm-hmm. And that's not to say like someone out there who like, obviously I wouldn't wish like a tough upbringing on anyone. Like there's no. people like you that come out of it, but then there's also a, a huge amount of other people that like go into very, very, scary and sad uh downward spirals that lead to a lot of suffering right so like that's not a good result on the macro level right you were just you were just resilient enough to get through it but i guess the important message there is like in any upbringing it's important to teach your kids to be resilient and to think for themselves right to come up with solutions by themselves because if you're doing everything for a kid and then they get into adulthood and they realize they have to do everything for themselves that's a problem right Hundred percent, yeah, and it, it, you you made a really good point there, and, and it, it's one thing that I always I, I use my experience to shape me. But I I know that that my my siblings and I we were, we were really seen as um as being the success stories, I guess, and it sounds like a bit of a wank, but um we were really seen as success. And and I remember they they used to like in the in the family group home I was raised in, they really paraded us around as as these like you know um because we were all sort of doing well at school and. Um, I, I won a few awards when I was a kid. For like, there was like a centenary medal that, that mm. in 2000. And I won some. I don't, I don't even know what it was for, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> I won some, 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 um, but it was like like with the prime minister and everything. And um, and it was something to, it was like leadership in the community or something like that. And I, I the all those sort of things, but 100 percent were tough. But then I, I actually did a few years working in residential care because, as I said, the, the um, uh, my mum who, who I call now, she 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 um, she got me some work sort of working with a family similar to mine. And I've seen, I probably worked in resi care for four, maybe four years. Mm. And I saw some of the things that these kids went through and it was, it, it paled, you know, it left mine for dead. And yeah, most of these kids um, really struggle. They, they really, really do struggle. And they, you know, they, they come from alcohol abuse parents, um, you know, poor socioeconomical backgrounds, etc., and you know, just just a, a slight bit of normality for them, you, you, could, you could see as being a win. So, it, it is very rare to sort of see people come through it when, when it does happen. Amazing, and then um, from my perspective, I'm like, okay, cool. How can I help other people sort of to get through their own sort of challenges and um, you know find a brighter day? Because um, yeah, it, it, it is really tough for a lot of these kids. And, but from my perspective, that, that, that doesn't, doesn't mean you got an excuse, you know, and mm. I've always been a big one on that. Hey, someone's always got it tougher. There's, mm. there's always someone that's done, done it way tougher than we've done it. So use your experience to, to sharpen your resolve, help others. Uh, and then hopefully, you know, we can, um, we can, you know, collectively all get, get through this, uh, this mm. madness together. Mm. I think that's a good point you put it, put across, Brian. I guess I'd sum that up to like this idea of victimizing yourself in situations. And that's not to take away yes. from the fact that, you know, there is certain situations where people truly are victims to something completely outside of their control. But I guess, like you say, 
Mm-hmm. If if you're stuck in that mentality, it's really hard to get out, right? Like there needs to almost be a switch over to, all right, how can I use this terrible situation to my advantage? Hundred percent, and it's like I'm um I'm one of one of the original ambassadors for Polish Man, which is a big uh, campaign through the uh, the Y Gap guys, uh, who who are very very dear, dear and, um, and close friends of mine, and that that rolls out in October. And we've done it for six years, and that's basically painting. So it starts in two weeks, and so you paint your nails, uh, paint a nail, and it sort of gets a conversation around abuse towards children, and um you know these Polish men that you know these sort of better men, um you know sort of. Breaking the stigma and a lot of the things that's attached um, with with masculinity, mm. etc. And I, I, I've been involved with Polish Man, and you know I, I I can't go into too much detail. But yesterday I had an amazing uh, conference call, and we're looking at um, getting it over in Pakistan, you know, and this is a country that's uh, never done it before. And so at the end of this phone call, I remember thinking, my God, like like I, I could have helped um, bring Polish Man to Pakistan, which um you know which can equate to saving thousands of kids lives like it, mm. you can't you can't put a you, you, you can't you can't put a sort of cap on how amazing that is and this is the sort of stuff that i strive to sort of do and, and to sort of be making a difference uh, mm. towards and it also i find it also helps me to to take uh to take perspective as well mm. to go hey you know let, let, let's look at the bigger picture here you know hey the weather's crap this week or whatever in the grand scheme of things that ain't that bad you know so i i've, I've been a person that i guess i always look for the silver lining um and i'm always trying to do better and help help others because I, I find that helps me mm-hmm. yeah it's, i read a book a while ago and it's it's a really simple easy to read book it's titled don't sweat the small stuff and then in fine print below read, it, read, says, it, love, read it and love it how love good it. is it love it's it, like it. it's all small love stuff right when you really think yeah. about it it's yeah. crazy yeah it, it really is, and and uh, the reason why the books like that are amazing, and it's 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 it's, uh, it's, it's, it's such a such a, a relevant book to to uh, for, for people and anyone that's listening now, I encourage you to read it because it's so relevant for right now. <laughs> like mm-hmm. uh, it, it it really will help you get perspective. But one of the big things that helps you sort of do is helps. I I, I can only speak for me. It helped me prioritize what the what the important things are. You you, you read some stuff like that, and you'll go. Why? Why did I even care about that? Like, yeah. why is that even a thing? You know, like, um, like it's it's in the title. Don't sweat the small stuff. You know, uh, focus on the on. Always keep your eye on the prize. Um, and you know, focusing on the bigger things because, uh, the small stuff ain't ain't doing you nothing. Yeah, true. And it's like sometimes people have it backwards as well, right? It's like you ask someone like, what's what's one of your goals in the next five years? And they'll go, oh, I want to make a million bucks. And it's like, okay, why do you want to make a million bucks? They're like, uh. Hmm. Well, because it'll make me happier. Okay, cool. So mm-hmm. really the goal is to be happy. So why don't you yeah. figure out what makes you happy yeah. now? Still work towards yeah. a million bucks, but you don't need to be unhappy 100%. until the point you get a million bucks. You can be happy every day. And then when you get a million bucks, cool, you're still happy. <laughs> it, 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 for sure. And, and I'm, I think, you know, you, you've, you've sort of touched on it there. It's breaking down the process. And, and so the important thing there is, okay, you want a million dollars. Why do you why, why do you want to be this? I want to be ha- I want to be happy um, because I want to have financial freedom or I, I want to be able to buy. So, okay, cool. So so what it is is you, you want to be, have that, that um, be able to take that stress away because you want to be able to pay some bills and buy. Okay, cool. So it, it's it's the happiness and and there's there's all these sort of stages of that. 
um, which can be achieved even before the million dollars. You know what I mean? So it's like, okay, if, if I focus on on doing some, you know, maybe some might be better budgeting. Or I'm terrible with my budget, but um, <laughs> if, if um, you know, if, if um, it's you know better budgeting that can help me, you know, because I can put money away X Y Z that can help with this. So you don't necessarily need a million dollars right away for that. Definitely still have that as an end goal, but there's still still things when, when we really break down why we want to do things. I did a lot of, a lot of business training sort of growing up and a lot of NLP stuff. And that was really interesting. And that really helped me to, uh, with, with, uh, with Jarrett Leifus, who's an amazing, amazing business coach. Mm. And he was amazing in that respect because he really helped me understand what it is I wanted. I, I, I generally, until I, I did some training on it, I, I, don't, I don't think I knew what I wanted or why I wanted it. Uh, and then once once I had a better understanding of that, it helped me to sort of set out goals and achieve things a lot faster. Because mm. when you when you really work out what you want to do and you literally say it out loud or write it down, it's amazing how your brain uh, just shifts the focus and just starts just starts uh, making moves. And then the really important part I found was being able to when you hit that goal, because this is something that we do as humans, we're, we're never happy. You know, we're, we're always like, oh, you get to that, and then you probably got a few steps ahead of that. But you don't often take uh, take perspective to be able to look back. And the way he described it, which is really a great analogy, is say say you're 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 in a forest and you can sort of see the top of the hill where you want to get to. Uh, and so as you as you're going along your path, actually climbing up your tree and sort of seeing how far you've come along your pathway um, is a really really special thing to do. So he always encouraged me to all right, just you know take a second to climb that tree, have a look back, and go, hey, look at all this amazing work I've done. Look at how, how much better I am as a person, you know, whatever it might be um, in terms of your goals and go, okay, cool. Hey, I'm doing really good things. I am achieving here. Take a breath, give yourself a high five and then keep and keep churning along. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And taking a breath for you guys is more important than most as well though. Hey? <laughs> Breathe, yeah. so you don't pass out, baby. Breathe, so you don't pass out. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. But I a hundred percent agree with that. And I think it's, um, it's powerful when you do that because it gives you that, that, sense of gratitude about how much you have and how abundant you are when you're constantly chasing the new high, the new high, the new high. And I, I term this the hedonic treadmill, right? Hedonic happiness. You're constantly on the treadmill trying to find the new high and you never take a moment to be uh, grateful for all the highs you already have. And it's, it's powerful. What you said, like yeah. climb the tree, look, you're like, Holy shit. Wow. Like I have food in my belly. Yeah. I have a house. I have a small business. I have all these friends. I have an amazing family. Yeah. You know, like it's yeah. powerful when you do that. It is, and it's it's so relative in terms of um, you know it's, it's such a cliche, but it's I think it's a, it's, a, it's a good with everything we're sort of talking about here is you know you know when they, when they often like I always have this conversation when we talk about happiness, right? And so you talk about you you'll see kids uh, kids here. We've all obviously got um, a lot of people got their own kids and friends have got kids, and you'll see these kids and, and they they're, they're playing obviously a lot of their iPads and their games and, and stuff, and um, you know they might have a short attention span and. Um, and we talk about sort of happiness and then you, you'll talk about these kids and then they'll say, oh, these poor kids in, you know, you know, the cliche is to say Africa, but, you know, it can be various parts of Asia, the subcontinent or whatever. And these kids are playing the mud, all these poor kids. And you look at these kids' faces and oh, there's just these big, bright smiles. And you're like, what, what do you mean? These kids, these kids are, ha- these kids are happier probably than we are to an extent. Mm. I don't feel sorry for them. I probably envy them to an extent. Mm. And so it's, it's, it's having that perspective to go, 
um, these, these kids that might have a simpler life, but they're really happy within their means. And so just because we have lots of technology and we are very first world in a lot of these respects, it doesn't mean we're happier. It just means that we're more advanced in, in some, um, in some forms with, with science and, and technology. So I think, I think people sometimes get that confused because they, they think material things are you know, the key to happiness. And it's not really, you really got to find out what, you know, what, what really sort of drives you uh, and what's going to fulfill you. Uh, to be one of me is, is getting that sense of fulfillment because uh, it ain't often it ain't, um, often boats and helicopters. <laughs> yeah, true. And if if you don't spend time figuring out what truly makes you happy and fulfills you, like it's it's going to be a, a pretty sad life. So like, make that the forefront. Yeah. You know, make that important. Like, yeah. <laughs> I would think being happy in the one yeah. life you have is important, right? Yeah, and and, and I, I think as well, it's um it, it's ongoing. There's, you know, our, our interests and passions and loves change. So. Mm-hmm. Um, be forever rediscovering things that you're passionate about, you know, for, um, for, for that fulfillment long-term, like we're all struggling at the moment. So now, now, um, now more than ever is, is the best time to really sort of, um, you know, sort of look within yourself and um, write some stuff down and do, do a bit of soul searching to go, okay, what is it, what is it that I'm passionate about? Uh, because I can't speak for you and um, people at home, but I've really used this, this time as a reset to go, okay, cool. Like there's some things that I really wanted to focus on. Mm-hmm. With myself, obviously, um, you know, I've, I've got various businesses that are at a standstill at the moment, uh, and so you can you can sort of take a bit of time for a bit of self maintenance, you know, to mm. sort of to go, okay, what's some things I can really improve on, and and I think everyone should be focusing on what's the best version that they can be coming out of this uh this this pandemic this lockdown with so mm. everyone having a version 2.0 that that they um that they want to be showcasing to the world for lack of a better term i think is is an amazing goal you know it's just mm. like I, I i'd love to see friends and stuff just strutting out of their houses um when this lockdown ends because they're you know they've, they've got a, a, a better appreciation of their lives and their friends and their family and um their situations and and um really having some great goals that they can achieve in hey it's, we're still in 2020. There's still a few, a few months left of this um, this shamozzle at the moment. So <laughs> let's make let, let let let's make the most of these uh, these last few months because uh, I can't I can't see something like this happening anytime soon. You know. Yeah, I totally agree, guys. And like you say, it's a consistent thing. So I'm hoping that uh, as people are rediscovering themselves and and learning to kind of reflect on their lives and assess what they truly want to do and what truly makes them happy and what they truly define as personal success, that they continue to do it when things get fast paced again, you know, like it's easy to forget about all of the soul searching and this deep uh, question asking that you've been doing over a quieter period. But it's really important Mm. to remember like each and every day, just take five minutes, 10 minutes to just like reassess, do some journaling, ask yourself like, okay, why am I doing all this? Like, is this making me happy still? Or am I just doing this because 100%. everyone else is telling me on social media or aware of it to do this? So keep that up, right? Consistency is key. I wanted to ask 100%. a quick, I want to ask a quick question, Gaz, about, um, so obviously you experienced a bit of death early on in your life and you mentioned that your father passed away. Sorry to hear that, bro. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it wasn't wasn't my fault. True that. <laughs> yeah. You're right. It's not it's not my apology to make. But I, I can understand yeah, exactly. that. It, <laughs> I can understand that it would have been hard. Like my brother and I didn't really have a father figure in our life for a long period of time sure. as well. And like it is tough when you don't have that definitive father figure. But more so on the topic of death, yeah. do, do you feel like your experience with death at a younger age has kind of enabled you to understand that life is short and because life is short, it's kind of worth going 100% each and every day. 
Yeah, I, I think so. I, I, it's, it, it's like I'll answer as honestly as I can, but I, I don't. I don't pretend to to know if this is right. So if mm. that makes sense. So for for me, it was um, like having it early on. Like, I'm trying to remember how old I, I, I would have been. Like I would have been seven, I think. So I was like seven years old. So um, and so for me, it was it was yeah, it, it was a real taste of. Um, uh, of life very very quickly you know it, it wasn't like uh it isn't like it is in the tv shows and the movies like you know like real real life um wasn't wasn't good to a lot of us early on and so uh yeah it's it, it sort of i think i you know you know what i i really think it helped me grow up a lot quicker if i if, I, if, I, if i'm being honest and thinking about it as we talk it really helped me sort of grow up and go all right i i need to um like no, no one's going to hand me anything um from an early age and so uh, everything that I want, I, I need to be able to go out and get because um, it's clear that I haven't been dealt a good hand here. Uh, and so, you know, you can, you can, you can, you can sort of wallow in it. Um, and, you know, you, you obviously grieve and, you know, I grieve every, every father's day, like, like everyone that does that's lost a, a mother or a father um, does and go, okay, I, I need to sort of, you know, shape my own destiny. And um, I think it definitely gave me a stronger resolve early because, um, you know, it's 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 pretty pretty tough as a kid. You know, if you go visit a, a friend's family and there's mum and dad there, and, and you don't necessarily have have that uh, to that extent. But I, I definitely had some uh, some good uh, male role models in my life, which were, which were good, and um, I, I got a lot of that through through them. And then I, I think like I'm a big one on sport as well. Um, so getting out through through uh, you know friends, uh, parents. Um, playing a lot of I a lot of cricket as a kid, uh, did a lot of martial arts, still do, uh, yeah. and a bit of Aussie rules football. So, um, yeah, that that was that was sort of important to me, and that sort of helped uh, me. You know, I don't want to say fill the void because you know it's it's hard it's hard to know, but it, it definitely did help me. And I'm pretty I, I'm pretty sort of whatever <laughs> people say normal. I don't even know what normal is. You know, I, I'm I'm as I'm as <laughs> unnormal. I'm as unnormal as you can imagine, but you know, I, I, I'd like to think I'm a, I'm a pretty decent guy. And so, um, yeah, I, I sort of made some decisions very early on that about the person I wanted to be. Mm. Um, and, and I, and I, I saw sort of growing up with, with some people that look after me, how I didn't want to be as well. Uh, mm. and, ha- and how, and how they, uh, you know, it's like, I don't want to use the word governed, but, but how, how, how they did things in the, uh, in the home, uh, wasn't, wasn't how I felt you know kids should be sort of treated and so i made a decision very early on okay i want to um this is the person i need to be and this is how i need to do it um and to never um you know like i'm a, I'm a, I'm a massive one on on treating everyone with a, with a level of respect um you know the, the the old saying like you know treat treat the waiter as as kind as you as you date sort of thing i'm, I'm, I'm a huge one on that that mm. there's no one's no one's better than you and, and treat everyone with the respect that you want to be treated with because um you know be, be kind to everyone on the way up because um you'll you'll uh, you'll stumble upon them on the way down you know <laughs> that is a beautiful beautiful saying uh and I, yeah. I really like what you just said there gaz i think there was some really good nuggets of information in there for anyone listening um and i want to kind of acknowledge you for your own self-awareness too bro because like we were talking about before mm. you know like you have gone through a lot of uh i guess classically viewed as tough times as as a child but yep. that's made you really resilient and really tough but then equally like this there's, there's other people who would have taken a totally different path so you had a lot of self-awareness to be able to look at situations yeah. that young and be like that's not who i want to be i want to be someone better so right. big ups to you for that bro and you are like an upstanding dude man like i i look up to you for sure so shout out 
Thank you. I, pre- I, I appreciate that. Woo! Shout out to Gaz Kemster if you're listening. I'm sure I'll play like the tape to see how it sounds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You'll be like, oh, yeah, shout out to me, bro. <laughs> I was just, I was, I was waffling on the end story of my life. <laughs> <laughs> At least you're breathing, though. You haven't passed out yet, which I'm pumped on. Hey, see, if, if, you, if, you're not, if you're not adapting and learning, you're dying, you know? Yeah. Actually, I've never had someone pass out the show yet, so this could be a first. Please don't, though. <laughs> I'll, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you what, I've, I've, I've learned some skills over the, uh, over the journey, so I haven't, I haven't passed out from, from over-talking uh, for quite a few years. So even when I, so I, I, do, a lot of, I do a lot of commentating with events and, and whatnot, and I, I'll always joke, you know, if you're talking to the client or, you know, the um, people you're working with, and they're like, surely your voice is going to go soon. I'm like, I'll tell you what, it's, it's, it's held on pretty well. I find if I'm commenting, because I, I do a lot of um, extreme sport commentary. Like I do like this, the um, the commentary with uh, uh, Dan Anstey for the, the Steel Timber Sports, which is like yeah, yeah. wood chopping. Paolo's, no Paolo's done That's a bit awesome. of DJing for it. Uh, Paolo's actually done done um, the last last few events with us down in Melbourne for the DJing yeah, cool. for it. And the uh, with that, I, I sometimes lose the voice because it's you have to really you have, have to really get get those those high octaves when you when you're screaming uh, pure <laughs> passion with the uh, with, with the wood chips flying everywhere. But the uh, but the, no, I, I found my voice is uh, is, is held up uh, the test of time. <laughs> yeah, mate, you're doing well. Um, anyway, I, I want I wanted to kind of find out like if anyone's uh, been listening to this up until this point, you understand like Gaz has a lot of energy. You can hear it in your voice. And if you get to see you playing music or anywhere I've seen you, it's just mm. a, a buttload of energy. And like you say, you mm. don't sleep that much, but you still manage to maintain such positive mm. positivity in your life and such high energy levels. So I guess what, what are some of your secrets, bro? Like how, how do you kind of maintain this? Do you have like specific routines that you follow or are you just naturally buzzing all the time about life? Um, yeah, so so it's a good question. Um, the, uh, I, I I definitely have uh, have an element of, of natural sort of en- energy, like in terms of it's, I'm, I'm wired a little bit differently, um, which which is great. And I've, um, and as I've, I've I've gotten a little bit older, I've sort of found that you know you definitely slow down with you know ability to jump out of bed. So what what I sort of did was I made a focus on okay, cool. How can I harness that that sort of natural um sort of ability to sort of you know push through work crazy long out like you know I'll, I'll work 100 odd hours a week and then go play music and then um go to bed for a few hours and go do it all again and i, I get tired like everyone else for sure um but i've definitely found that um yeah like um working on my mental health and physical health is is key um if you're out if you're out sort of um you know smashing beers sort of stuff um several nights a week uh, it's gonna kill you so I, I I I love having a big night um, with with friends as much as the next person sort of thing, but I'll, I'll definitely pick and choose my battles rather than you know doing it you know Thursday Friday Saturday Sunday when I'm out playing gigs I'll probably have drinks on on the Saturday sort of thing, um, but um, I I really make a focus on yeah just on, on my health so training minimum minimum three times a week um, just to to really get those natural endorphins going um, because I just find that with your physical health um, you know your physical and your mental health that they're, they're so interlinked and I really don't think that that you can focus on one without without really um, making an effort to focus on the other so I eat really well so I make sure I drink, drink plenty of water. I eat all my greens. I've really cut back, and this is a big one. I, I, I can't, I can't speak for for you, but um, I, I know for me personally, I've really cut back on sugar. Um, yeah. I, I found that's been a big one. I, I don't, I don't drink coffee, which sounds crazy to a lot of people because they'd be like, well, "How does he get up in the morning?" Um, 
Um, but I, I don't drink coffee, but I, I really cut back on sugar. And I, I found in, in the last six months, it's been it's been huge for me just for um, being able to get a lot of natural energy um, sort of thing. Because you know, if you don't have that sort of um, that that sort of, you know that sort of uh, food based energy, you know, being being the sort of the the uh, simple carbohydrates in the you know your lollies and sweets and all that sort of stuff. Uh, it sort of you know it forces you to sort of eat well and all that sort of stuff. So um, I've really been eating well, training lots. Um, you know, getting I don't get a whole lot of sleep, but making sure I do get good sleep um, is probably a big one. Um, and 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 I, I've sort of found as well that it, it's been really good to sort of um, keep in contact with obviously friends and, and family and whatnot, and just um, you know making a real effort on sort of setting goals for myself. Um, it's a hard one because obviously a lot of my businesses are closed. So I've just been setting a lot of personal goals, writing sort of stuff down um, and just you know, looking back through it during the week. It's been a big one for me. Um, I, I wrote a little social thing the, the other week, just sort of, and it was a bit, just a bit of a, uh, answering to your question there. Uh, and because a lot of people are like, well, how, how can you keep so positive, you know, during times like these? And I, and I, I, I the first part of my, um, my my post was was around hey like I'm, I'm struggling as much as the next person just because i'm, I'm mr energy mr positive it doesn't mean i don't have tough days you know days i struggle to get out of bed we're all human in that regard i have days where i scream into my pillow i'm just like oh you feel you know you feel so trapped and so infuriated so i i have those same frustrations i, I guess it's just the way that i sort of um, deal with them um and sort of uh and, and push through them might be what um, is, is what's sort of helping me better. So, so I guess to summarize, it's, it's, it's eating really well, making sure I'm getting lots of, lots of my greens and my fruits, cutting down obviously on sugar, only having it when, when I absolutely need to. Um, I've, I've sort of limited my drinking and that's obviously, you know, it's, it's easy because obviously bars and clubs aren't open. So I don't pretend to be a, a freaking hero with that. You know, if, if you're, <laughs> you're taken away from that, if you're taken away from that environment, like obviously, you know, I, 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 I live by myself. So it's not like I'm punching bottles of red by myself. So for, for me, uh, for, you know, I, I, you know I'm, I'm, there's, there's no, there's no hero claim there, but I'm just, I'm just saying what's just working for me in terms of being in a good state of mind physically. And I've really set some fitness goals, um, some uh, some mental health goals for myself, which I've been achieving. But honestly, I've I've really found um, a real buoyancy in, in like I've always been big on helping other people, but I've really like like gone DefCon ten on that in uh, in this time. So, for example, like we've got um I live in Elwood, and there's like the Elwood community page, and I'm just like on that page with any people need. I've, I think I've jump started four people's cars in the last two weeks fixed a, um, a neighbor's doorbell, done some shopping for some old people, just just really getting around the community and, um, and keeping that, that positivity and social interaction with, um, with, with people in Elwood and then focusing on all my charity stuff has been really good because it's a real, for me anyway, it's a real sense of fulfillment, um, helping other people. And it's just, it's just good karma. I don't know, like whether it comes back to me or not, I don't really care, but I just, um, I just find that helping other people just gives me a, just like such a buzz and such a rush. Um, yeah. that yeah, that's just, just, just looking for the next hit. <laughs> yeah, dude, I feel that it's really interesting. You talk about that actually, cause I've, I've actually read into a little bit of the, the science behind contribution and why it does feel so good and it's actually part of like an inherent need that we have as human beings to feel as though we're contributing one and growing mm-hmm. is another one and it's two things that a lot of people don't reach unfortunately in their lives so they never really feel that true fulfillment and the thing about contribution that's so powerful is the chemicals that get released in your brain when you just give to someone without any sort of need for yeah. reciprocity is likened to the feelings you get when you orgasm during sex <laughs> how ridiculous I, is that I, I'm basically 
I, I'm basically on a on a full time orgy. Then it sounds like <laughs> that is absolutely just, gold. Oh, that's just, unreal. I'm just I'm just on a gas community orgy. <laughs> and hey, 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 you, you know what's really messed up? If if when you edit later. You just, um, you, you know, you where they do a little sneak peek for the video. You just have to grab that a little bit. I'm constantly on a, on a gas community orgy and just post, and, and you can you can twist that round. It sounds so messed up. Right. And, and it'd, be, it'd, be, it'd be like, like it'd be like community positive guy gas sh- shocks shocks viewers with with um with with, with confronting community orgy orgy stories. Right, it's it's funny you mention that because I've actually just jotted down the time on the recording because I'm literally going to do that. Perfect, perfect. I I I I, I please. Yeah, 100%. No, that that was great, man. Like there was some actually some really, really good stuff that you put in there. Um, It's the basic stuff, right? Like people get way too overcomplex with like, oh shit, what are these crazy things I need to do in order to be successful? It's like, dude, just do the basics. Like, you know, feel good by working out feel good by eating good, feel good by getting the sleep that is right for you. Like, obviously you don't need to sleep as much as I do, for example, No. you know, like do, yeah. do the basic shit, right. And then everything will just build on top of that. You know, it's, uh, and it, I, I always laugh when I see like, yeah, you know, these, like, because you get so many targeted ads these days and I'm always scared to write things in comments because like I'll say something about teacups and I'll be getting tea saucer ads for freaking two weeks. <laughs> but the, um, uh, it, it's funny because because I'll often be talking to people uh, online, you know, just giving health tips and that sort of stuff, and um, you know, diet stuff. It's not rocket science, like it, it really isn't. And you, I, I don't care what anyone says; you, everyone's body's different, and so you'll you'll find um, that different diets and stuff work uh, different for better people. You know, you you, you might um, be a high protein sort of diet that works well for you. Some some people like like doing all the the different uh, keto diets, all that sort of thing, but. If you're eating well and you 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 know um, you're moving you're moving more than you're putting into your body, you know you, you're going to keep healthy. It's like it's very very um, it's very very rare for people to be genetically uh, obese. There is there is obviously there is, there is a, you know a small percentage of the population that does have that, but in, in the grand scheme of things, move more, eat less, and you know you, you're going to be okay. Yeah, hundred percent. That's not to say you need to be like the next fake ripped you know, sexy Instagram model who's using a million apps just to make sure that their body is looking perfect. You just need to be at a point where like you're feeling high energy, you're feeling healthy, you're feeling your own version of success. Like stop trying to model yourself and other people. Just do you focus on your own shit, get to a place you're feeling good and things are going to look up. Yeah, I, I read a really good thing the other week, and it was it was like I I I, I probably maybe was a little bit guilty of this, but but not 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 too bad, and, and probably not as bad as some people, but. Um, like for things like like I, I like I personally prefer Instagram more than than Facebook because I just find Facebook can be a bit ranty and oh, yeah. um, people can really delve on the negative. Whereas Instagram is a bit more inspirational and you know like you know regardless of how, how strong your filter game is, you um, <laughs> you know. But but, but the, so this article it was a good one. It was saying just stop following celebrity type people and Instagram models and all that sort of stuff and really focus on people that inspire you, uh, people that are doing really, really good things. And it, it'll, it'll make it a, a real change on, on, you know, when you open up these social media apps, what you're actually, the content that you're being, um, you're, you're, you're being uh, made aware to, you know? So if, you know, if, if all you're doing is following sexy bikini models and um, the Kardashians and whatever, 
I'll shout out to the Kardashians. Um, you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna have. I don't know it's, it's gonna sort of do your head a bit because often it's just very unrealistic, and often what they're portraying is just, is not real life. So really focus on on people that are doing really really good things, things that things that are real. Um, you know whether whether that be through through art, through exercise. Um, people like uh, people that are quite inspirational. This, this is very, very uh, generic, but The Rock, for example, he's such a great one because he's big on his mantras and um, you know training really well. You know, doing the right things with your family and all that sort of stuff. He's he's one I I, I love. You know, sort of uh, looking up to rather than you know these these Instagram people that you know that might have their they've got, they got a big following or whatever. Um, um, but it's just I don't know. It's just, it's just it's just not it's not real and there's nothing that you can really gain out of it apart from maybe you know being a little bit envious, which, you know, it's just a bit, a bit of a pointless emotion I find. Mm, mm. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting, right? Like it's really easy to blame platforms for all of your problems. Right. But at the end of the day, 100%. think about it. Like you are the product for these platforms. Your data is the yep. product. So you actually have all of the control. If you don't want to follow something cause it makes you feel shit, don't follow it. Yep. Or if you don't want to use an ah. app because it makes you feel shit. Like I hardly ever use Facebook. I never use Twitter purely because it's just like, it's just a platform for outrage and anger. You don't have to use 100%. it. You still have that yeah, decision. I, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I don't go on Twitter for that reason that it's just, mm. it's, it's literally just, I am, um, I, I was on it for a little bit and it's just ranting. Like, you're like, oh, like and it's crazy people. Like I was talking to someone the other day and they were like, oh yeah, I followed Donald Trump on Twitter. I'm like, why? <laughs> <laughs> Just why, like, shout out to Trump, no, um, but, the, um, but but it's I don't know. I'm just like I just can't see any like apart from a bit of a bit of, a, and I'm 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 not I'm not going to get political here. That's that's not it's not my uh, not my aim by any stretch. But I'm just like oh, I just I just can't see the benefit. You know what I mean? Like just um just really really focus on the people that inspire you and like um there's a few that I like. I just, I said the rock then. Um, another another great one is um what's his name is it David Goggins. You know the um yeah oh, he's, he's like a beast. the, like the, the, the Oh, he's like stay hard. He's like yeah. he's he's just he's just unbelievable to watch. And like if you're feeling a little like lacking a bit of motivation for today, just what, have a watch of him just punching out of uh, like a ten miler in <laughs> the mm. morning. And he's just he's he's like it's, he's very intense. I'm not saying he's for everyone, but people like that, you know, I find someone like that it really in sort of inspires me. You know, there's the Tony Robbinses and um, mm. various sort of ones. Um, Gary Vee's another one, but they, I, I find these people are good because their message is, is quite positive and it, it really is about, um, you, know, uh, you know, taking control of your own destiny rather than just sort of kicking back and sort of waiting for uh, something to happen because I'm, I'm a huge believer on you make your own luck. Like, mm. and I'll, 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 I'll happily go on record as saying that you make your own luck. And I, I find the, the, the harder I work on things, the luckier I become. Um, and I, I'm, I'm, I'm a big one on that. And because I just, I just believe that uh, if you stagnant and you're waiting for things to happen, they just want, they just won't. Whereas, you know, um, you know, m- movement creates results, you know? Mm. So I, I just, I really, I really, I'm a big one on that. So yeah, you make, make your own luck. Yeah, I totally agree with that, bro. It's like whenever a situation is presented to you, you always have two choices, right? Uh, there's either the choice to, you know, allow it to over, overwhelm you and not do anything about it. Yep. Or there's the choice yep. to be proactive and be like, okay, this has happened. Maybe it was totally outside of my control, but what isn't my control is how I react and what I do about it now. And you're someone who, who, who definitely I can see does that with almost everything you do in your life. hundred percent. And it's something I, I, I sort of say to people that when I have conversations with, I'm like, I'm, I'm like, focus on what you can control, not what you can't. 
Mm-hmm. Focus on what you can control, not what you can't. It's, I'm, I'm, it's, I'm such, I'm such a big advocate for that because people get so caught up in getting, getting things, holding them down and upsetting them when it's, it's completely out of their control. There's, there's not a whole lot they can do about that, but they, but they, they can control how things affect them. So if, if, like for example, if um, if you know, just if someone has a go at you and you let that, that upset you, okay, they, they've done the wrong thing, but you're choosing to let that upset you. You're making that choice to let that upset you, and 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 being able to uh, ignore that, um, be able to you know move past that, and feel sorry for the person or whatever is such a strength. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying it's something that we're all gifted with; it's something you've got to work on. Um, but how you let situations uh, affect you is on you. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. That's powerful, dude. That was uh, definitely one of the most powerful things I think you've said. People will definitely yeah. relate to that, and I hope people actually do yeah. something about it too, right? So I kind of wanted to know, like, okay, like it's good to have loads of positive energy and loads of drive when times are good, but when times are really bad, I want to know, is, yes. is there, you know, like obviously you said before, you're human like the rest of us and you experience yeah. emotions that make you feel shit and there's times when you're like, yeah. you know what, like I don't really want to get out of bed today. Like I just want to feel sad, 100%. I want to feel shit. How do, you, how do you deal with those kind of situations? Like how do you flip the script and go, all right, this has happened. Let's do something about it. Movement, Mo- movement is 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 the biggest key. If I had, if I had to answer it in one word, it's movement. So, if if you're dealing if you're dealing with uh, things things like like loneliness, um, hardships at work, relationship, I, I implore you to move, stand up, go for a walk, get get your body moving, um, because it's. Um, if you if you if you're sitting down and you're you're letting things dwell, you, um, I'm sure we can, I, I've done this. We all we all do this. You get in your own head, and mm. so by by moving, you get your you get your brain working, you get your body moving, um, and I find it really helps um, to sort of get get those endorphins moving around your brain, and it mm. helps helps your body to start planning. To start moving, moving, moving through the trauma, moving through the trauma, moving through the um, moving through the pain. Um, yeah, it, it's all through movement. So whenever I, I, I'm dealing with stressful phone calls, um, you know, I might be on the phone to the bank, you know, with, with our businesses, that sort of stuff, trying to trying to work out how, how we how we're gonna you know survive through this pandemic. I'm always moving. I'm always talking on the phone. I'm sort of, I'm out walking, sort of thing. I'm not sort of sitting down, letting things sort of build up. I, I find movement is a really a really powerful one. Um, people that um, have anxiety, um, which I know is a lot, a lot of a lot of a lot of people, um, just just get, get moving, get get your body um, uh, sort of out in getting some oxygen uh, into the bloodstream, um, some fresh air, even if it's raining, you know, it'll take your mind off things a little bit as well. So, you know, rain, hail, or shine, get out of the house, uh, don't get stuck in the office, in your bedroom, in your lounge room. Get mm. moving um, is is the cheapest. Uh, an easiest way. Uh, seek help is probably another one. Um, talk to people. So a lot of a lot of time, I find people um, that they try and deal with problems themselves, which is okay, and we we all do it. But talk to people. Um, in, in any respect, it's it's just good to have, you know to often vent your frustrations, your problems, your anger. Uh, to have someone listen, um, I, I find is a, you know it's it's a bit of a release, you know, mm. a weight off your back for lack of a better term. Um, and you know, get, getting some advice and getting another perspective on, on things, uh, mm. I think is really important. Mm. I guess the only point I'd add to that second one is talk to the right people yep. as well, too, right? Hundred like, percent, hundred percent. There's some people you'll talk to, and you know, when you go and talk to that person, that they're just going to sit there and sympathise with you, and by the end of it, guess what? You're still going to feel shit. There's not going to be any solutions to the problem, 
and nothing's really changed, right? But if you go and talk to someone that you know is going to listen to you and empathize and be sympathetic, but they're also going to try and like get you to a point where you're like, all right, cool. Like I can get through this. Like, this is what I can do. What do you think about that? hundred percent, hundred percent. And I've seen so much of it, like, like during this lockdown, I, I, I honestly reckon I'm, I'm sort of working with probably eight or 10 friends at the moment, sort of, and, and helping to deal with stuff. And I'm very, very on, like um, open and honest about things that I think I know, I know a bit about and things I don't. So mm. uh, I'll often premise things by saying, look, Hey, I'm definitely not an expert in the, in the area. This is, this is my opinion just based on what, on what you say. And, and you, you, you get my vibe. I'm very, 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 very black and white, very, very A to Z sort of thing. Um, mm. I don't be around the bush because I don't have time to, uh, and I don't think I've, I want to be wasting the person's time I'm talking to. For sure. You want to be empathetic about the situations and, and take on and, and understand that person's hurt, fear, pain, whatever it might be. But a hundred percent, you're correct. You need to be talking to the right people because you know a bad example is if you go to relationship advice from someone that's had four marriage breakdowns you know maybe maybe not the right person to be um to be working through you know marital problems with but it's it's uh, it's it's important to be talking to people that you know that know something about an area if you're dealing with a business issue hey talk to someone that you know has got a few businesses is doing really well they might not have all the answers but they've got but at least they'll be able to give you um a bit of bit of a shove in the right direction sort of thing so 100 percent what you're saying there um, talk to people, get get help, get it from the right people is 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 a, a brilliant addition to that. Mm, awesome, guys. So you've got a lot of stuff going on all at once. You've got a lot of fingers and a lot of different pies, and you're constantly on the move. Like you said, you do an eighty to one hundred hour work week sometimes. What keeps yeah. you motivated? You mentioned contribution before. Is there like a specific purpose that you have that keeps you motivated, or is it more than that? Yeah, uh, probably probably keep keeping a roof above my head. <laughs> um, <laughs> Shit. <laughs> um, no, I, 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 yeah, I've always been really, really driven. I, I think for me, it's it's all about, uh, and this is, I'm only really speaking from from my perspective here, but it's about wanting to create a legacy. Um, so I, I really want to achieve achieve something, um, and I want to leave this world knowing that I've made it a better place. And so, um, it, you know, every time I'm sort of driving, I'm like, cool, like like how how am I helping um, leave this leave this planet better than I found it. Uh, and I'm a, I'm a big one on that. So, you know, work, work, for me, working a nine to five job, just totally fine. And, and every, everyone's different. Um, uh, a book I, I, I love reading, Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad, Poor Dad was, mm-hmm. was, a, was a really, really cool one. Um, you know, he talks about with the, with the quadrants and, you know, I found for me that I was a real, you know, free spirit. And it was a, it was a big one for me in terms of understanding, okay, it's, it, it, that's who I am. And it's, it's, it's good to be that that way. It doesn't make any of the other ones, the people that are employees, self-employed business owners or. In- it doesn't make them right or wrong. It's just where it's really important um, uh, to keep um uh, like, 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 like I'm, I'm sort of focused on what I want to do, but I want to leave a legacy. Uh, I, I want to leave the world in a better place. And that's, that's my driver. Mm, that's beautiful, man. And I, I really feel that in your answer. You know, you can sometimes hear when people are being un- mis- misingenuous and, and times yeah. when people are being genuine. Like I, I can feel with not just what, how you say it, but how you act and the things that you do in your life just shows like, yeah, this is who I am. This is what I want. That's awesome, dude. Yeah. So all power to you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a big believer. If you're going to say something, mean it. Yeah. Awesome, bro. Hey, uh, that's pretty much all the questions I had, but we're going to move into the segment, the four and one. So this is, I get to ask you four questions and then you get one for me. I think we may have uh, talked about this when we had a bit of a catch up the other week. Yeah, Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. 
So I'm gonna I'm gonna start by asking you the four questions. Answer however you want yep. to, uh, and then you'll get a question for me. And then after that, we'll make sure that you kind of tell the audience where to find you, where they can follow your journey, uh, if if they can send you a DM or a message, where where they'd be able to do oh. that. Sound good? Sure, sure. Yep. Cool. All right. So first one. Five things a person could start doing today to lift their energy levels and start living their version of success. Okay, I'll use my fingers to help here. <laughs> um, eat, uh, eat, eating, eating and drinking better. One, uh, getting getting healthy, exercising on the daily, uh, not once a week, not twice a week, every day out doing something. Uh, three, writing down goals. Uh, so setting goals for themselves, both personally, professionally, uh, emotionally, whatever it might be, setting goals. Uh, four, um, like getting the sunshine into their their, their, uh, their their daily life. So opening up the blinds every morning, uh, looking at sunlight. Don't be afraid of the day. Embrace the day. Take on the day. Uh, and five, I'd have to say, it'd be keeping contact with your loved ones, um, building friendships, making friendships, sustaining friendships, uh, but just keeping people in your life. Awesome, bro. Those were fucking amazing. Thank you for that. Uh, Power. Boom. (laughs) So second question, top three things you want to accomplish before you die. Top, top, give me that one more time. Top three things. So you only get three. I know you probably got tons uh, that you want to accomplish before you die. I mean, Borat Mankini might be one. (laughs) Woo! One, two, one, two, and three. Um, I, 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 I want to, um, I, I want to have real strong success, um, both musically um, and in, in the business world. Um, that probably my, my, I'm so passionate about my music and my businesses. So I really want to have business and music success because uh, I feel like that'll give me a sense of fulfillment. Um, I, obviously, a loving relationship uh, and, uh, and a family um, would, would be given. Uh, and then the third one would be 100% to leave a legacy. So people generations after can be inspired by this person in whatever respect it might be. It might be just the littlest things, but I want to leave a legacy uh, that helps inspire and makes other people's lives better. Beautiful, bro. Love those. And I have no doubt you'll accomplish yeah. all of them. I think, yeah. you are, I think you already are accomplishing them in small ways yeah. each and every day. Uh, so next one, bro. Yep. Two people who influence you the most. Uh, like, you can, uh, do, do you mean in, in people that are in my life or just anyone? Anyone. So the first two people that come to mind that you go, all right, this person has influenced or is continuing to influence me more than anyone yep. else. Uh, Nelson Mandela, uh, for sure, is, my, is, is always has always been my hero, uh, which, which I, I've made no secret about that. I just um, what he did for, for uh, South Africans and his ability to overcome adversity, you know, in 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 in, in in a situation where most people would have given up hope sort of thing and in his outlook on life uh, coming out of jail and what he did for that country and the world is just, it, it inspires me. And I just, yeah, he, he's without doubt my, my biggest hero. Um, awesome. and, and this, and, and the, and the second one, I, 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 I've got lots. Um, but I, I, I think I touched on it before. I love the rock. Like I loved him. I, I loved him. And I'll explain why, cause it sounds a bit cliche, but I loved him as a kid growing up. Cause I was a huge wrestling fan. Like just, I, I wanted <laughs> to be the rock. Um, 
I, and I, I, lo- I love obviously he's a, he, like he obviously you know made a career in terms of with wrestling but I love how he he wasn't willing to settle with just being a wrestler and you know went into movies and he, he does so much stuff now for uh for people in need and uh, he's mm. just, he's an he's an amazing humanitarian and everything as well uh, and I, I love how he wasn't he didn't get himself pigeonholed to one particular industry career he just he, ta- he takes on everything he, he's just he's just um got the I think it's called the XFL which is like a, a new form of American football. Uh, he's just he's he just he just bought that, so he's he's uh, forever up for the challenge, uh, and he's just a very very inspiring person. So probably Nelson Mandela and The Rock. <laughs> awesome, dude. Those are amazing picks. I love that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah. All right, last one for you, and then you get one for me. Yeah. So this one's a bit of a funny one. So listen up. Would you rather yep. fight one horse-sized duck or a hundred duck-sized horses? One what, <laughs> horse horse size. You can see my brain just this horse size duck or a hunt. Oh. God, I don't know. I, 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 I'm gonna so I'm gonna have to say that. Uh, do I have any weapons? No, nah, man. You just <laughs> it's just you, dude. This is all natural. Yeah. Right. Um. Well, I, I just don't think it'd be possible to be a horse-sized duck. So I, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say the uh, the hundred, the hundred, because I just don't think I could. I like, I've, I've done a lot of martial arts over my career, but I just don't think I could take down a horse-sized duck. I reckon, I, I, I reckon he, I reckon he just peck my head in. So I reckon, at, I reckon at least I've I've got a chance, you know, just with um, just with it, with it, with the hundred, yeah. Just <laughs> I'm, imagine. I'm, 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 I'm going to think about that one all day and call you later on the cyber and change my answer. But no, no, no. I, um, <laughs> no, no I, I, think, I think for now, I'll keep that one. Just imagine the image, though, of like one dude just being flocked by a hundred duck-sized horses. Just like... <laughs> God. Bring, bring, bring it on Spartan challenge-wise. Cobra, <laughs> nice. you get a question for me. All right. Um, off the top of my head, I have to say... Like if you if you had to pick one inspiring speech, whether it be politically or from a movie, well, what is there is there one particular speech or thing that that you've sort of seen in terms of a, a public presentation or whatnot that's really uh, that's really changed you or or shaped the way that that you sort of had had an outlook on life or the way you do work sort of thing? Can, can you think of one particular speech or person that's that said something uh, that that really 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 shaped the, the person that you are today? Oh, that is a huge question. Well done yeah. for coming up with that. Hey, that's what I do. That's what I do. <laughs> I think I'd rather fight the hundred bloody duck-sized horses. Bring on the ducks! <laughs> Bring on the ducks! <laughs> oh, um, yeah, okay. Like, I mean, I'm sure there's just a ton. Yeah. But I would, I would have to say... So, so, yeah. Now you go. What were you going to say? Yeah, I was, I was gonna, I was gonna say. So when I, because I've asked myself that, and so what, like, what my, my headspace was. So that there's, there's amazing ones. Like there's obviously there's Nelson Mandela's speech. Is, you know, obviously he's one for me. There's the you got your Martin Luther King, your Malcolm X's, which are very, very powerful political ones. But then I, I, I find I, I had, I've had really like I had one when I was uh, in primary school, and and it was, it was actually from a teacher, and um. Because I, I was a I was a naughty little kid, very high energy, and I remember I remember she said to me, she goes she goes kids like you never amount to anything, and 
what I think she, what I think, what I thought she meant was kids like you, you know, kids that come from like no, like not having parental figures, and that was one that really drove me because I was like, you know what, fuck you, I'm gonna go achieve all these things, <laughs> like despite you. She probably just meant naughty kids, you know what I mean? But it was something that that kind of changed me because because I was like, I, I thought you know she she was she was like she was sort of talking down to to kids like me. So that was just a one on a personal level. If if that maybe helps you to. Because it might be something on a, you know, something that your parents said to you, or it mm. could be something that you heard in the news or on, on a speech. Yeah, true that. I'm, I'm kind of glad you said that actually, because I was going to go with the cliche Tony Robbins speech, which he does absolute bangers yeah. all over the place. But love I would, him. love Tony Robbins. Yeah, he's an yeah. absolute animal, savage. But I would say the one that's probably had the greatest effect to me in my life to date, and there was many in my childhood that kind of results in how I mm. was, but. The biggest one would have been the speech that my ex-girlfriend gave to me as she was breaking up with me and I was curled up in a ball looking like one of those bloody horcruxes of Voldemort, just like crying and just looking like an absolute limp dog. I think that was probably the most powerful because, yeah, I still remember like basically how how she told me like how I was, was, uh, I was just like a leech basically. And that really like flipped the script in my mind. Like, holy shit, she's totally right. Yeah, yeah, I've got to change some things up, and 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 some sometimes you know the hardest lessons are the best ones, you know. <laughs> yeah, hundred percent, dude. Yeah, that was yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm glad you kind of cleared that up because that completely changed my yeah. answer. So thanks for that. Um, there you go. Cool, bro. <laughs> well, I mean, that's pretty much the end. But before I let you go, how, 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 we've we done an hour. That's flew. Yeah, dude. Hour, hour and twenty minutes. <laughs> boom, boom. Yeah. Uh, this is what happens when you have good conversations, right? That's all it is. It's just a good conversation. Getting deep. Yeah. Getting real deep. I, 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 I have our ch- chats to myself, so this was a breeze. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just imagining you in the mirror trying not to pass out having a conversation with yourself. <laughs> um, so, Gaz, where can, where can people find you? Obviously, I'm going to leave all of this in the show notes, but where can people find you, get in contact with you, follow your stuff? Yeah, sure. It just, I, 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 I won't give them on mobile because enough people have already got that already. <laughs> but the... Um, but no, just 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 yeah, on my on my Facebook, on my Instagram, just Gaz Kemster. Um, and anyone's got any questions or you know, I, I, don't, I guess I said I don't, I don't pretend to be the uh, the Gandhi of positivity, but um, <laughs> I'm always happy to I'm, I'm always happy to have a crack and, and help it, uh, people in any way. So uh, if you got any questions or you know you might want some advice, if if, if at all I, I can help you in any way, just hit me up on uh, Facebook or Instagram. Um, I'll, I'll I'll always aim to sort of reply to people within a, within a couple of days um sort of things so i do get a few little cheeky messages here and there so um i do my best to uh, to hit me. and now's probably a good time to hit me up because once things slightly open back up uh because we're, we're planning up a heap of stuff at the moment which I'll, I'll i'll let you know maybe maybe in the in the uh very near future um i won't probably have the the, uh, the time like i do at the moment so hit me up any questions uh and just keep keep positive uh keep the love spreading and uh we'll uh brighter days are coming awesome bro that's an amazing way to end it thanks so much guys Pleasure, mate. I look forward to talking to you soon. Well, that's the end of this conversation with Gaz Kempster. Hopefully in the future, I get to have him on the podcast and he can talk more about the crazy business ventures he's on and more about the exciting adventures he's having in a Borat Mankini or out of a Borat Mankini. Uh, That was a really enjoyable conversation for me. Plenty of laughs, plenty of incredible insights. What an energetic, powerful human being Gaz is. 
anyway anything that we talked about and decided to leave in the description will be in the description below and of course all of the contacts for gaz kempster himself like he said feel free to reach out to him uh, he's incredibly busy but he will try his best to get back to you uh, and to have a little bit of a conversation and maybe you can get the inspiration that you need from this incredible human being anyway before i say goodbye and you can quit listening to my voice for another couple of days i want to ask that you leave a five star rating if you enjoyed that episode and a review so that we can try and get this podcast out to more people of course you can only do that on apple podcasts if you're using any other platform feel free to subscribe and share this episode with people who you think might get as much out of it as you did and as i did Bye.